Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, February 19th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. Before we get into Saturday's show, quick recap for Friday. We end up going one and one. St. John's gets the easy cover to start off the day, and then Ohio never even shows up to the game. Um, it looked absolutely horrible against Kent State. So um, two polar opposite games. We end up going one and one uh, for Friday's pick. So hopefully we can have a profitable day on Saturday. Let's get right into the pick. Now, the first game I want to take a look at on Saturday, Boston College taking on Syracuse. Boston College comes into this game 9-15 on the year. Syracuse is 13-12. and And, you know, Boston College has certainly not been a great team this year. 151st in Kim Palm, 150 in the Hot Tibet rankings. Syracuse 72nd in Kim Palm, 44th in the Hot Tibet rankings. And that's not to say Syracuse has been a super solid team, um, but they've definitely beat up on, on teams at the bottom of the ACC, and they currently sit at 500 here in ACC play, but they've been very, very strong as of late. Four wins in their last five games. When you compare that to what Boston College has done, losing six of their last seven, um, it really you know gives Syracuse a, a much hotter edge going into this game. And really, Boston College in conference play as a whole has struggled. They're only four and ten in ACC play, and you know Malik Ashton Longford is you know doing a good job scoring for them with 12.6 points per game Demari Langford also dropping 11.4 points per game but overall they just have not been a great shooting team this season Boston College only hitting a 46.3 effective field goal percentage on the season 33 or 30.3 percent from three as well as only 70.3 percent of their free throws and when we look over to Syracuse I mean Buddy Bayheim has done an excellent job for this team dropping 19.2 points per game Joseph Gillard third also dropping 13.7 points per game and they have just shot the ball lights and days better than what Boston College has done a 52.8 effective field goal percentage on the year they're hitting 38% of their shots from three as well as 72.5% of their free throws. I mean, Syracuse is, is a red hot shooting team right now. They're 17th and adjusted offensive efficiency. According to Ken Palm coming into this game, well, Boston college, 158th and adjusted offensive efficiency. Um, Boston college does get the slight edge on defense, 162 and adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, while Syracuse is 206 and adjusted or in, yeah, just a defensive efficiency. Um, and like I said, you know, the offense for the Syracuse team has certainly not been the problem this season. Um, and Boston College is really just average. I mean, defensively, yeah, they might have the slight edge going into this game and they have a good shot defense, um, but it's not anything crazy. I mean, they are allowing a 50.9 effective field goal percentage um, and a 36.8% from three. Syracuse has held teams to a 51.1 effective field goal percentage, but they've actually held teams to a little bit better from beyond the arc, only allowing a 33.83 point percentage and you know with boston college allowing so much from the perimeter syracuse so good at shooting the threes compare that the other way around where syracuse actually done a better job with their three defense and boston college really hasn't shot well i think syracuse runs away with this game at home and we already saw boston college um you know lose the first one to this team um and you know syracuse has really just beat up on bad teams this season and being at home in this game i think it's a great spot for them i think boston college continues to struggle on the road and i just love how syracuse has been playing as of late so give me syracuse minus nine here against boston college 
Now the next game I'm taking a look at Oral Roberts taking on North Dakota. Oral Roberts comes into this game 17 and 9 on the season. North Dakota is 6 and 22. And you know, Oral Roberts, you know, has done a pretty good job building off of you know what was a great year for them last year. Um, you know, having some tournament success, 145th in Kim Palm, 156 in the hot divot rankings. North Dakota not nearly as good, 338 in Kim Palm, 334 in the hot divot rankings. And I mean, this is the North Dakota team that has certainly just struggled all season. I mean, they're coming off of a loss to, on Thursday against UMKC. They really did not look good in that game at all. And, you know, Oral Roberts did beat this team in the first meeting. Granted, it was only a four-point win at Oral Roberts, um, which isn't a great look for them. But, you know, since that game, Oral Roberts has looked very, very strong. Um, they've looked very, very good against the bottom teams in the Summit League this season. And, you know, Max Abrams has done just a Stellar job shooting for this team, dropping 22.8 points per game. Isaiah McBride, you know, right behind him with 11.8. Um, but overall, I mean, this team for Earl Roberts is, is lights out shooting the ball. A 54.3 effective field goal percentage. They're in 37.8% from three, as well as 72.6% of their free throws. And I mean, for North Dakota... You just can't say the same thing shooting the ball. Um, Paul Bruns does lead them with 15.1 points per game, but he's the only guy hitting double digits. The next guy in Matt Norman is only dropping 8.7 points per game. And overall shooting has definitely been a struggle for them. Only a 47.3 effective field goal percentage. They're only hitting 33.2% from three as well as 73.5% from the free throw line. Um, but things don't get any better on the other side of the ball for North Dakota. I mean, they're 353rd in adjusted defensive efficiency as compared to 268 and on the offensive side of the ball. And while Oral Roberts hasn't been great on the defensive side of the ball, 276th in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, they've been really, really rock solid on offense, 64th in adjusted offensive efficiency. And I think it is the offense that gets it done for Oral Roberts in this game. I mean, they've just been so, so solid. They're going up against the North Dakota defense. That has really just been abysmal, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. They really can't seem to get anything going. Their shot defense especially has been very, very poor. Um, you know, North Dakota allowing a 56.2 effective field goal percentage as well as 38.1% from beyond the arc. Um, and they're going up against, you know, this Oral Roberts team that does a really, really good job holding onto the basketball. Oral Roberts does not turn it over very much, only turning it over on 14% of their possessions. They're the sixth best team in the country in that one. Um, and, you know, this Oral Roberts team outside of just how well they've played they are actually coming off of a loss obviously the north dakota state game on thursday um and i think with that loss they're gonna you know be looking for a bounce back game here they're going up against one of the worst teams in the league in north dakota and you know north dakota is just a team that has struggled tremendously this season they have not looked good against the top teams in the league um and i think they fall in this game and i think it's you know a pretty good beat down from oral roberts so give me oral roberts minus 11 here against north dakota Next up on the card, we got Kansas State taking on Oklahoma State. Kansas State 14 and 11 on the season. Oklahoma State is 12 and 13. And, you know, for this Kansas State team, they've kind of surprised me this season. 55th in Kempom, Ohio State 51st in Kempom. Um, and, and, you know, Kansas State comes into this one with wins in their last two games, a solid win over Iowa State, a solid win over West Virginia in their last two. And while they don't have a winning record in Big 12 play, only six and seven. I'm actually a little surprised that they played that well. I mean, 
I, I, I'm, I was well on the fire Bruce Weber train, you know, probably two years ago. I mean, I, after they, you know, had that, that one good season with him, they've just kind of fallen apart and haven't done much, but they've started to look a little bit better and they definitely played some competitive games. I mean, they beat this Oklahoma state team by three points at home in their first meeting. And, you know, Oklahoma state comes into this one following their loss to Kansas. They have not been very good as of late uh, with only two wins in their last eight games. And they just really don't have the scoring Oklahoma state, um, you know, is led by Avery Anderson, who leads this team with 11.4 points per game. Bryce Thompson also dropping 10.4 points per game. But overall, they've just not been a good shooting team. A 48.3 effective field goal percentage. They're only hitting 29.7% from three, as well as only 67% of their free throws. And it's not like Kansas State has been, you know, lights out shooting the basketball but they've certainly been better nigel pack leads them with 17.5 points per game mark smith also dropping 12.2 points per game um and you know overall they've done a better job than oklahoma state a 48.9 effective field goal percentage done a really good job from three 34 percent there as well as in 71.5 percent of their free throws but both these teams are actually better on the defensive side of the ball you know kansas state while 84th in adjusted offensive efficiency clearly edging out oklahoma state who's 139th in adjusted offensive efficiency um you know can keep up on the defensive side of things too kansas state 39th in adjusted defensive efficiency according to kim palm oklahoma state 16th in adjusted defensive efficiency um and you know that shot defense for k-state is something that i am definitely looking for in this game they've been impressive they've held teams to a 46.7 effective field goal percentage on the season um while also holding teams to 27.5 percent from three k-state has the fifth best perimeter defense in the country oklahoma state while they've you know had a good shot defense as well holding teams to a 46.5 effective field goal percentage and 32.6 percent from beyond the arc i just haven't been as impressed with this oklahoma state team this season i mean they, they've definitely had their struggles as of late you know only like i said two wins in their last eight games we flipped that on the other side kansas state wins in four of their last five games you know this is really a matchup of a team that's been hot a team that's a little bit you know lacking at the moment um and, and for kansas state you know, they beat Oklahoma State in the first meeting. I get it. Going on the road in conference play is never an easy task. But Kansas State should not be five and a half point underdogs here in this game. It's just too many points. This game shouldn't be near pick a odds in my point or in my, in my opinion. Maybe, you know, K-State plus one plus two. But five and a half, far too many points. Give me Kansas State minus plus five and a half here against Oklahoma State. Next up on the card, we got a SoCon matchup. UNC Greensboro taking on Samford. UNC Greensboro comes into this game 16 and 11. Samford is 17 and 9. And, you know, UNC Greensboro has been a solid team. 160th in Kimpom. Samford 194 in the hot to bet rankings. Um, and when we look at the first meeting between these two, UNC Greensboro did get the win in that game, a three-point win at home against the Samford team. And, you know, both these teams have been fairly hot as of late. I mean, UNC Greensboro wins in four of their last five games. Samford wins in six of their last seven games. Um, and overall, I mean, the Samford team has just been very, very strong since that first meeting. You know, the, those six of the seven wins there have come, you know, right after the first meeting between these two teams. And, you know, Q's Glover is a big reason for Samford's success this this season he's dropping 19 points per game jeremiah marshall is also dropping 12.6 points per game for this Sanford team. And overall, they've done a pretty decent job shooting the basketball. A 51.9 effective field goal percentage on the year, hitting 32.6% from three, as well as 73.3% of their free throws. 
But, you know, UNC Greensboro has also done a decent job shooting the ball. DeMonte Buckington leads this UNC Greensboro team with 12.9 points per game. Keyshawn Langley is dropping 9.2 points per game. Um, and they've been right around where Sanford's at shooting. A 50 effective field goal percentage, 34.4% from three, as well as 73.2% from the free throw line. But Sanford definitely still has the edge on the offensive side of things. They've just been the more polished team offensively. 125th adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, while UNC Greensboro is 234. UNC Greensboro does get the edge on defense, 115th on the defensive side of things, while Sanford is 275. Um, but despite that, you know, Sanford has not been absolutely horrible on the defensive side of things. I mean, one area that they've excelled pretty well is forcing turnovers. They're forcing turnovers on 18.5% of their possession or of their opponent's possessions, um, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they're 182nd in the country in that category. When we look over to UNC Greensboro, they've done a good job as well, forcing turnovers on 18.4% of their opponent's possessions, 187th in the country in that category. So, um, you know, matchup-wise, defensively, you know, while it appears Greensboro has a major edge on that side, I think that's closer than it, than it may appear. I think Sanford's offense um, is really what gets it done for them in this game. And quite honestly, what Buckington McMillan has done for the Sanford team, I absolutely love right now. And, and really with them being at home in this game, going up against a UNC Greensboro team that has kind of struggled on the road this season, I think Sanford gets it done, gets a pretty big win here. So give me Sanford minus one here against UNC Greensboro. Next up on the card, we got Drexel taking on Elon. Drexel comes into this game 13 and 12 on the season. Elon is 8 and 20. Um, you know, Drexel's been a solid team. 149 in Kim Palm, 157 in the hot debate rankings. Elon 280 in Kim Palm. 232 in the hot tip at rankings and you know for this drexel team um a great win over william and mary's in their last game overall in conference play they've been fairly strong they're eight and seven um overall here in conference play and you know even despite some losses drexel has been a team that has just been very very competitive this season we look over to the other side of things elon i'm not saying they're a bad team by any means i mean and they enter this game um following you know losses in their last three and overall they're five and ten and Quite honestly, they've just been a little disappointing this season. I mean, they have a couple of shooters. Hunter McTosh um, is dropping 13 points per game. Um, you know, Darius Birdford also dropping 12.8 points per game. But overall, just not the best shooting. A 49.4 effective field goal percentage, 33.6% from three. Um, they're hitting 73.1% of their free throws, though. And, you know, Drexel has just been the better shooting team. Cameron Winter leads them with 15.5 points per game. Malik Martin dropping 11.1 points per game. And overall, you know, they've been the better team. A 52.9 effective field goal percentage, 36.1% from three, as well as 72.2% from the free throw line. Um, both these teams, though, are better on the offensive side of things than defense, though. You know, Drexel, 131 adjusted offensive efficiency compared to Elon, who's 243rd adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, um, while Drexel, 185 in adjusted defensive efficiency, um, and Elon, 298 in adjusted defensive efficiency. Um, but one thing both these teams, um, well, one thing Drexel has done fairly strong this season is holding on to the basketball. They do a really good job, um, you know, not turning the ball over, only turning it over on 16.9% of their possessions. They're 66th in the country in that category. Elon, on the other hand, has struggled a little bit, turning it over on 20.4% of their possessions. They're 288th in the country in that category. And, you know, this team for Elon 
is just not having a great season. And sometimes that just happens. And, and really, they haven't looked like a great team at all. They're a team that just continues to struggle. I mean, we look back at the first meeting between these two teams. Drexel wins that game by 28 points. Sure, that game was at home. But I still think it's hard to justify Drexel only being three and a half point favorites in this game. I mean, they have just really done a good job beating up on bad teams and i don't think this should be any problem at all um, for them to cover on the road so give me drexel minus three and a half here against elon and the final game i want to take a look at on saturday cal state fullerton taking on cal state northridge fullerton 15 and 8 on the season northridge is 7 and 17 and you know for this fullerton team 148 in kim palm 204 in the hot debit rankings northridge has not been nearly good as well um 314 in kim palm 304 in the hot debit rankings and you know northridge comes into this game following a loss to long beach state in their last one overall they've kind of struggled here in conference play three and eight overall um we flip it over and fullerton's pretty much the complete opposite oh solid win over uc santa barbara on thursday day overall they're eight and three in conference playing while they've had some recent struggles this fullerton team don't get me wrong it hasn't all been pretty this season um overall they've been a pretty good team i mean they beat this northridge team by 15 points in their first meeting and they got a couple of scores ej adoxy is leads this team in scoring with 15.7 points per game um demurray milstead is also dropping 10.4 points per game um and while overall they haven't been, you know, anything special shooting the ball. Only a 74 or a, sorry, a 47.5 effective field goal percentage, 32.2% from three. Um, they're in 77.6% of their free throws. Fullerton is a pretty solid free throw shooting team. Um, but overall, they've still been better than Northridge shooting the ball. Um, Aiden Wright leads Northridge in scoring with 14 points per game. Um, Elijah Hardy dropping 12.5 points per game. But overall, they're just not a good team shooting the basketball. A 44 effective field goal percentage. They're the 350th worst team in the country in that category. They're only hitting 29.9% of their shots from beyond the arc, as well as only 68.5% of their free throws. And it's a big reason why Northridge has struggled on the offensive side of things this season. They're 317th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, coming into this game, while Fullerton is 156th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Uh, Fullerton's also 156th in defensive efficiency, edging out North. Northridge, who's 282nd. Um, and, and one area that I really love this Fullerton team this season is in the rebound department. They've done a really good job on both sides of the basketball, but especially on defense, pulling down 72.4% off the defensive glass, 142nd in the country there, um, while Northridge only pulling down 77.6% off the defensive glass, 323rd in the country there. And quite honestly, it comes down to a couple things in this game. You know, Northridge isn't great on either side of the basketball. Fullerton is, is pretty solid on both sides of the basketball. Northridge hasn't played good in conference play. Fullerton has. We already saw what Cal State Fullerton can, can do against this Northridge team. Um, and quite honestly, I don't see the second meeting between these two teams going much different than the first one. I don't think they have any trouble covering seven here. So give me Cal State Fullerton minus seven here against Cal State Northridge. And that wraps it up for Saturday's college basketball show. If you want to see more college basketball action for today, head over to hottipbest.com. Take a look at all the computer model stuff up there. Got picks for every game going on in college basketball, um, as well as the NHL. Got the UFC going on this weekend. Um, got Bellator going on as well. So take a look at all the stuff up on the website. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the stuff that's being put out um, on the main account, all the computer model picks there, as well as follow me at Hot Tip Bets Chris on Twitter. 
Twitter and Instagram to stay up to date with all the stuff I'm putting out personally, all the content I'm making, um, as well as follow me on Betstamp where you can get early access to all the picks the second that I record each episode. And last but definitely not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Saturday's college basketball card. Thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.